My safe word will be whiskey. Sorry, Rod, what was that? Whiskey. How's it going? This is Steve from the Park Whiskey Society Podcast, Lost in Translation. Hello, Sean. Hi, hey, Sean. It's me. <laughs> uh, today we uh, today we got a straggler just walked off the the street. Um, walking down Yellowhead on my way here. Yeah, so Sean picked him up and said, "Hey, uh, come record with us, Travis. How you doing, buddy? Good, gents. Thanks for having me. Uh, nice to be recording in studio with you." In not on Zoom. In studio. How cool is that? It's pretty sweet. Um, you're being very polite, Travis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank give, you. <laughs> give, give him five minutes and a dram, and it'll yeah, come out. Yeah, we, we got a couple. We got a couple drums to get through, and two, one, well, one, one that's gonna be released in like a day at uh, everything wine and more. I think they're the first people to bring it in, but. We'll, uh, these are PWS drams. We're gonna we'll try and get them on as many shelves as we can. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the Taconic Double Barrel Maple Bourbon, which is super super popular in the U.S. and was kind of well, it was a whiskey that I targeted and a distillery that I targeted myself just because I I really really enjoyed it. I've, I've tried a few of their expressions, and but we brought in six, five or six, five whiskeys and one gin, I believe. Five whiskeys, one gin. Yeah. So, oh yeah, the the gin is the stubbornly different gin with the donkey on it. Yeah, yeah sweet. Love gin. Not really, but um, <laughs> actually, I don't mind gin. I just I don't know how to s- sell it very well. I can make a cocktail and sell it in that way, but like, how how do you sell gin? Uh, I was listening to Teresa at um, so she brought in the rose gin, knowing that whiskey drop didn't have it. And she sat there talking about the rose gin, like she's been drinking it for years, and to the point where I, I didn't even know she was talking about my, our product at first. <laughs> oh, the I was like, oh yeah, that's pink. the Boulder Pink Gin or Pink Gin Rose, or it's a grapefruit rose gin. Sorry, um, and it's just it's funny because when I pour it for people, I'm just like, it's grapefruit and rose but you taste more rose and uh (laughs) yeah it's gin maybe some juniper and she yeah she like she poured it in a way and she was able to explain it where they were like oh yeah i really love that quality and and i was like holy shit i've never been able to do that before (laughs) here's how we sell gin we bring the gin to guru restaurant we tell Gurjeet to make stuff with it yeah. and we sell it that way. That's how we sell our gin. Yeah. Gurjeet, I'm going to put this on your bar and close my eyes. When I open my eyes, please give me something that is very drinkable. And if it's flaming, even better. <laughs> if it's, yeah, light it on fire and we're all good. How many people actually drink gin straight? How many straight gin drinkers do I, you know? That I mean, gin, I that, the only gin that's really appealed to me straight is that Ginsky. Yeah, which is from Boulder, used. which is crazy, crazy. I have cool. a few gins that, like, I'm not by no means a gin drinker, but I have a few that I have that I will sit neat. And it's more like noon when I'm on vacation at the lake or something and I don't want to drink a cast strength whiskey, I'll grab a, a gin. Like, I have a, a seaweed botanical gin from Vancouver Island that I stumbled upon when I was there a couple of years ago, and it's fantastic. And then the botanist from Brooklotic, Brooklotty, they uh, they make it like it's fine. But I usually yeah. use the botanist if I'm not sipping it. I'll put it in remember, gin and juice. Remember that gin? Snoop Dogg on. <laughs> remember that gin that we got or we tried with Nick? Oh, the that, pita gin. That fucking <laughs> weirdo, man. It tastes like it smelled like. Smoke aqua, perfume. Smell like aqua digio on fire. Yeah. And <laughs> and it ta- it just like was this weird puff of smoke and then floral felt like you were chewing on a plant or a rose or something like that for a little while. And then it went back into this like weird, smoky, bitter, sweet. Like it was the, it was the weirdest thing I've ever tried in my life. Yeah. The biggest oddball gin I've ever had. Oh, absolutely. And I I was tasting it for like four days after. Oh yeah. (laughs) I drove home and then like 
gave my wife some and I could still taste it. And it was like two hours later. Yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah. Never pour that for us again, Nick. <laughs> you, you, you know we're in the middle of a Edmonton heat wave when we're talking about gin for the first five minutes of the podcast here. Well, you know, I have been transforming my page into a beer page lately. <laughs> um, yeah, we've noticed. Gonna be, I'm going to change my my park whiskey to park whiskey sometimes society and uh focus more on beer it's it's fucking summer like give me a break people i can't like the amount of messages and stuff that i've been getting about that isn't this a whiskey page it's like (laughs) go fuck a hat like honestly i'm so irritated by it that's why i'm like i'm gonna post more beer than ever just to piss people off i don't care if you unfollow me mr it's a personal page it's my shit right mr hughes was the best Hey, check out my friend's beer page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got this buddy that started the sweet beer page. Yeah. What is your what is your beer to whiskey ratio when it's 30 degrees Celsius? I mean, I'm oh, a, I'm, I'm a 90% whiskey. beer. Yeah. Like I drink, yeah, I drink refreshing beer in the summer, period. Fucking quitters. <laughs> so, I'm not a quitter. No, I'm just kidding. Sometimes the Irish car bomb it, which is random whiskey, but not on purpose. Huh. That's how I get rid of my Belvini. Isn't that what an Irish car bomb is? Whiskey and beer? Jaeger and beer. Oh, gross. I don't do that. That's fucking gross. Okay, what's the what's the whiskey and beer? Uh, you're you, Come on, you're Irish well, guy. Well, is it black and tan? No, well, I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Maybe I should look it up. <laughs> I don't... What's, there's, a, there's an actual... Is there not? Well, yeah, there is. Somebody Google that shit. Beer, whiskey in beer. It's called something. In Scotland and Ireland, like you order a a half and half. So it's a half pint and basically half whiskey. (laughs) Yes. One in each each hand. Yeah. Half and half. Yeah. I'll take a 20 ounce pint and a bottle of whiskey and I will mix them and be fucked <laughs> yeah, that's very when you go to scotland pubs like it's people walk around they have like a pint and a glencairn glass yeah. well and that's like even um even in chicago like it, when i was there for saint patty's day it was always the yeah you paid the specials where you bought whiskey and you bought beer like it was you got a two ounce shot of jameson and a pint of paps blue for whatever five bucks and you were hammered by 10 o'clock at night and blind by midnight <laughs> our goal a boilermaker is beer ah boilermaker i knew that our yeah. goal for next Thoroughly. st patrick's day is every irish pub in edmonton people are just instead of jameson's they're drinking two stacks dram in a cans just walking yeah. around the bar oh i'm gonna just it's... drop the dram in a can in a pint yeah <laughs> <laughs> pop a hole in the bottom instead of yeah. shotgunning you just yeah drop just it like in. yeah punch the shotgun hole and just drop it in and just fuck have at it i can't like i can't wait to i was really hoping we get that dram in a can before summer or in summer so that we could take advantage of the golf thing now it's gonna have to be a ski hill in your pocket type thing yeah my which sister, i kind of love too i'll still go to the golf i golf more than i ski so my sister-in-law and my brother just went hiking and she messaged me before and said do you have that can of whiskey available yet because we want to bring some on our hike and i was I like know. oh man this is opportunity mick and then they saw have you ever heard of those spirit bears those white grizzly bears there's oh, like yeah. 150 yeah. left in the world one came up to their hut in yoho national park I was like, they could have taken a picture with the dram in a can with a spirit bear. I would have tried, yeah. Get the bear to hold it too. Yeah. Just just lay it out there. Just <laughs> get drunk. <laughs> Marketing yeah. genius. But yeah, there's that opportunity missed, but it'll be uh it'll be fun for winter. We'll have it for Christmas, anyways. Sock and stuffers. I just want to take a picture of as like I want to get so many empty cans and I just want to bury Sean in it like like we're burying <laughs> him in the sand <laughs> with just his like face out. But well, they they part of their marketing for the dram in the can is they have stacking competitions and people stack sim- the similar cans. to yeah like beer and yeah. it's like frat houses and that kind of thing. Yeah, like so it's do, just right? people get by like six cases. It would take a lot them. of cans to like stack a wall. Oh whatever, they're tiny. Just bury them. You've seen them. How much do you get if you recycle a dram in a can? Like five it, cents. You get like three cents. No, it's five cents. It's not a full can. Things like a like it, it's not, why is that worth five cents? Well, why is because it, I pay. It's worth five cents because I pay. That. You pay a minimum. We pay a minimum deposit when we import it, right? That like makes it's sense. part of the ta- the taxes kind of thing. So you. Why is a like the mini Coke bottle, glass Coke bottles? You get the same for that as you do as a a whiskey bottle 
you just you just highlighted my lack of recycling knowledge because it is totally based on what they're you're ripping you off. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah, but when you go to when you go to like the bottle depot, like how often are you sitting there being like one, two, three, four with them? No, you fucking empty the garbage bag, you throw it in there, and you say, "Please be honest with try, me." Try not. And then to you're like, with. "Man, this has got to be like eighty bucks in cans. I got like thirty-two four or ten bags full," and they're like. Here's fifteen dollars and eighty-five cents. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? There's no way. I drank way more than that. This is stupid. You remember coming out of the pandemic and looking at your collection? I'm sure everyone has a just experience of like going to the bottle depot for that first time and being like, oh man, we drank a lot over that pandemic. Oh, for sure. Stuck at home, wine bottles, whiskey bottles, beer cans. It I was, know. It was a. It was a bit of a like. Ooh. I filled. I filled the truck a few times. Usually it's like once a year, one good haul to the bottle depot. I think I did three of them last year. Easy. My wife got addicted to bubblies and now our, our recycle bags triple. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people like those bubblies. My daughter likes them. Yeah. They're, uh, are they, they're like, are they like low sugar ones? I don't even know. Yeah. They're zero. Yeah. Oh, zero they are sugar, zero yeah. sugar. Okay. So all aspartame. They're healthy. <laughs> Just kidding. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, they're healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, let's um, let's sip. Let's just take a little sip of whiskey, Which just because I feel it's decline. a nice um, icebreaker, and then we'll get into maybe we'll get into these brands a little bit. I don't want to get too far. Yeah, we'll we'll just touch on them because eventually I'm going to have these people on for podcast if I ever get around to inviting them. But do you know? So the, this is the so the do you know the the one that we're. I, I believe I it's seventy percent corn, fifteen or twenty rye, twenty-five percent rye, five percent oh, yeah, right. malted barley. Okay, that's I was right. gonna say I'm picking up which rye is pretty typical, pretty yeah. typical high rye kind of bourbon. <laughs> like first, so this first is snows, I get so th- this is cast strength version because this is a single cast pick. The stuff that we have is the ninety. Uh, ninety five, proof. Ninety proof. Ninety proof is it? Ninety proof? Yeah, forty-five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's forty-five. Yeah. Wow, we should really know more about our own product. <laughs> well, we, haven't, we haven't been, we haven't had the bottles. No, I know we haven't stores yeah. yet where you start talking about well, it for sure. No, the one thing that sticks out to me immediately with this is when you see the words double maple, double barrel maple bourbon. You're thinking immediately this is a, a sweet, super sweet, like yeah. syrupy kind of. Well, and that's and like it's the just not. Yeah, the other maple bourbons like they come to mind are like the Knob Creek, which is like a liqueur basically. Like I think they add maple syrup too, and it's only thirty five percent. And like the, these are legitimate bourbons, just finished in a maple syrup cask. But there's no like there's no maple syrup. I don't think there's maple syrup added. No, See, and that was like obviously, yeah. There's no maple syrup added. Guy over here. That's what I thought immediately. I was like. How is no. this so sought after? If it's, it's all it does is you think is yeah. like you compare it to the flavored. Whiskey it doesn't whiskey. add the it doesn't add the sweetness of the maple syrup. It adds just like the richness of the maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. So they 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 take their bourbon barrels when they're done with the bourbon. They send it to this maple syrup oh. producer. You sip into it. Yeah, yeah. it's tasty. The maple like syrup, it's sweet spice, like it's so yeah. good. Yeah. The maple syrup producer ages their maple syrup in the bourbon barrel and then they sell that maple syrup yeah. as a aged bourbon aged maple syrup yeah steve's right got there. some yeah i got that some one day. so the same this um wicked uh wicked bourbon kid who's on instagram yeah um really cool guy uh i keep talking about needing to get him on the podcast just because he didn't, he's an interesting cat but he sent me both of these oh so, yeah so that's his pick this is his single barrel pick yeah um yeah really good interesting follow he's out on the obviously the east coast lived in new york i think he's living down in florida now but um yeah talking whiskey like we do every day basically right yeah but he's done him and his wife his wife is uh the bourbon burnett that's who she is and they both they both have their own single barrel picks they're actually on the i think they're on the Ticonic, or no they're on like yeah you can buy them online but crazy yeah that is that is so good. It's yeah. it's crazy. It's not like like we've said. It's not overly sweet at all. You get like that sweet in the front and then spice in the back. And I'm oh, yeah. curious to try the non because this is it is barrel proof at but not fifty seven point five. But, 57. 5, but it it's burn. not. No, it doesn't burn. So I'm re- I'm just hoping that you don't. I'm curious to try it. Let's yeah. just say that the 
when you think about how much sherry is left in a cask after you drain the sherry, like it's up to 20 liters or something sometimes. I forget how much the would number. a cask though, like with the viscosity of maple syrup? That's what I'm saying. How, how much, much syrup is sticking in that cask? I don't know, but you would think yeah, a lot. It's you would, syrup. Well, it, at the least, it would be kind of caked and dried to the, That's the yeah. inside, right? And they're is, not it, gonna, is it absorbing they into the staves? It? Or is it too... It know, might be too viscous, maybe? That's what I'm saying. Know. So, you know, maybe it's just, it's just such a subtle, subtle yeah. note. It is. It's And that, there's a reason why it's as popular as it is, for sure. And I think the rye mash bill goes really well with it because the yeah. rye still comes... I don't know if you yeah. would if you d- yeah. want a high malted barley bourbon in, with that maple syrup. I don't know if it would hold up to... Like, the, the rye really... Yeah pops on this. i think the rye actually teams down sweetness where like you said if it was a higher malt component in the mash bill you get too much sweetness from think, the syrup yeah. yeah um just not not like too close but uh like it it the yeah the the rye adds that little bit of like just adds to the complexity adds us some spice to it when if you use like a buffalo trace mash bill you'd end up with too much sweetness because it's already pretty sweet as it is. Like if you had 80% corn, I think it'd be too much. Yeah. So this is the same mash bill as like their straight up bourbon. Yeah. It'll be cool to side by side once we get it here to do the bourbon with this right next to each other. Yeah. To see how much of an influence that, that yeah. maple syrup had compared to the normal. The, the thing I really like about this one is that, and I don't know if it's the mouthfeel from being a, a single barrel or not, but the if it's from the maple syrup, the mouthfeel that you're getting, it's almost that oh. there's a viscosity there at the end that's really nice. Sticks almost, with you. Yeah. Again, there's almost like when I say it's not too sweet, I think the maple syrup didn't come across as too sweet, but I definitely think the the thickness of the syrup comes into the dram yeah, oh, yeah. in a really nice way. Like you could pour this on pancakes. Oh, for sure. Like drizzle it on and it would be like a nice rye syrupy pancake. Wouldn't be the first time I poured whiskey <laughs> on pancakes. I have the uh, Pappy Van Winkle maple syrup aged up there too. You want to pour some Pappy 23 ma- My little maple pancakes? syrup. Maybe I'm going to change my, pace, my page to uh, whiskey beer and maple syrup and... Park syrup. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just post a picture of the sealed Pappy and just... Tell, I did. Every, tell everybody about your pappy, but but never pour it for us. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna gloat about my all my pappy that I got. Um, speaking of gloating, I don't know if we want to. Should we? Are we grinding? Should we roll? Should we? Should we grind a malt early? Should we roll? Roll the roll the music on this one, or, do, or do you want to get into it? Too. Do you want to get into it later? You can do it. Oh, f- no. Well, no, whatever. Okay. Well, I've never been one for meeting new people or doing new things or eating new types of food. I've had the same haircut since 1978 and have driven the same car since 1991. I've used the same wooden comb for three decades. I have one bowl. I still get my milk delivered by horse. Are you going to tell a man that he can't fart in his own car? I don't want to seem overdramatic, but I don't really care what happens here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay angry. I find that relaxes me. This is my hell. I'm getting, personally, and this, I, I don't know if I've grinded a malt before oh, or even yeah. started. I'm usually... You've, you've tagged on. Yeah. You've oh, high-fived yeah. in the corner of the ring and you jumped over the ropes. <laughs> yeah i'm usually sitting here like waiting for sean to explode like either sand. smash the bottle or <laughs> yeah um late, lately i've just been getting so irritated with and we've been talking about this a lot as a group but the peacocking that yeah. goes on the puff or the chest puffing and the look at look at my bottle it's better than yours and it's nobody people are just posting pictures of limited releases or multiple bottles of a limited release not a single one open they're not even talking about the the profile of the whiskey they're not reviewing the whiskey they're simply just posting to brag yeah and that just like i don't know i just feel like it's more now than it's been in a a long time i don't know like it, it i felt the last year and through even through covid and stuff like that i didn't didn't really see it much over the last year and it's i just feel like the last few months it's been like out of 
control. And maybe that's just because a lot of the limited releases were delayed. And so now they're all coming out back to back to back. So there's just like a bunch of, yeah, it's just a bunch of peacockers basically grabbing their bottles and, and bragging about them. But like, talk about the whiskey. I don't give a shit how many of that limited edition bottle you have. Let's talk about the whiskey. Let's pop, let's pop the cork. Let's pour it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. If you post 12 bottles of something that is one per person in a very small allotment in the province that you're in, but you don't know what it tastes like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Well, seriously, honestly, like if you, especially in that situation, if if you've got a method to get more than everybody else, sure. But is like, is it very cool to grab two cases, publish a post and say, look what I got everybody. And then grab a little blurb, copy and paste the blurb from the Glendronich website. And (laughs) if your tasting (laughs) notes are the same ones on the back of the bottle, like don't even don't even bother it's i know and you're just you're posting it with the intention to brag that you've got more than other people who didn't even get a chance at it even though it was a one per bottle person per person kind of thing and because you're looking for you're fishing for customers yeah because clearly you're not drinking and we don't need to get into the secondary market thing because i'm pretty sure sean's beaten that (laughs) thing to fucking death (laughs) that <laughs> last year everybody knows how we feel and a lot Leave of people a lot of people feel the same there's lots of discussions on the whiskey edmonton whiskey forum right trav like it's yeah i think part of the i think part of the issue right now is that people are it's not issue but the, there's there's so much demand for these limited releases so people are people are excited when they get it and they want to post a picture right mm-hmm. away and there's a few people that are just they're just excited yeah, and they the, are going to drink it and there's not I, I get that you can tell the difference though between an authentic post yeah. like like genuine excitement and and that kind of thing then you can the people that are, can that get and that's the thing there's there's the people that maybe get 20% of the limited offerings because they don't have the capability to get the rest and they're posting with like like I said genuine excitement but then there's people that they get every single limited offering and they're just posting to be like, I'm better than you are, right? Like playground bullshit, honestly. And if you throw a Rolex wristwatch on the fucking neck of a bottle and that's all you ever do and it's never open, you can fuck yourself too. Tra- Travis and Sean just both turn their hats around. They're, they're, it's, it's, I mentioned playground bullshit and they're like, they look like they're going to go push some kids around to the playground right now. It's, it's not because we're sharing one mic. <laughs> I talked about, I talked about this with you two. And I said, uh, I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't really, I don't really chase down these, these releases anymore. I don't, I don't get I'm not getting into the, I really have to get this one. I have to get this one. I'll put in my name for ballots. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll call a store and see if they have some left. But I'm, I'm at the point where we are so spoiled in Alberta for whiskey. And I think we about are, that for sure. I think about the the uh, Glenbergie you poured at the last Park Whiskey Virtual. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best whiskeys I've had in the last two years. Absolutely. And went on a couple store websites. Multiple bottles left. We obviously swallowed them all up after tasting and realizing how good it was. Yeah. That to me, and just like the the, the whiskey exchange seventeen year sherry blend that there's still tons of left. Both of yeah. those whiskeys are better than I'm sure. I'm I'm done with blind side by side. Then seventy five oh, to eighty percent of these special releases that are going for twice as much money sometimes. That first edition's Glenbergie. Yeah, peated Glenbergie oh, was man. like if you if you stood it beside. Let's pick a couple of recent peat like the Kilholman. The Kilholman PX is good. Yeah, but that Glenbergie is f- f- like miles above in my eyes yeah it, <laughs> like, like and it's only it's maybe what 20 dollars more yeah it, and just under 200 but it's a single cast too dollars. is it not yeah it is yeah so i mean you have the kill home and px is a yeah twelve thousand bottle good, release that one's a 300 bottle release yeah. and we were lucky enough to get what five cases in alberta that must have been at least three cases four cases but we from doing that tasting with one bottle shared i'm sure we got more than that but of the Glenbergie, yeah, yeah, I think because I think Kraft had like three or four on their own, and it was at a, a few other stores. But, but you know, you taste it one bottle, which taste we it bought between. Them, but yeah, I mean, you share one bottle between however many people, twenty people. Yeah, twenty people that 
were in the tasting. Six of them went out and bought the bottle during the tasting. Like if you went after, they were sold out a bunch of places. I know. I'm still. I I still need to contact craft sellers to get some sort of commission on that because <laughs> I feel like I've done that for them a few times. <laughs> you you've heard you've heard from shops before. I'm sure you've heard from shops. People talking about how all these virtual tastings and and that they don't lead to people buying whiskey. And I agree that to an extent, it's not the same as a tasting in a shop where you're in a shop and you go right after and buy. Yeah. But I've seen at these virtual tastings, people oh, literally going online. And if you have an online retail space, people are like, I don't want to miss out on one of these bottles. And they are buying the bottles of the ones you, they really enjoyed that night. You can't tell me the Boulder tasting did not yield any online sales afterwards. We know for a fact because people were emailing us wondering where to buy it. Exactly. And so. we even talked about it in the tasting. So well, that Irish. It's tasting. all about how you present it, right? If you get up there yeah. and you're a vanilla host and you're just sipping whiskey with a bunch of people that are bored by the end of it, you're probably not going to sell any whiskey. Yeah. I think that's the problem, not yeah. the whiskey or the store's problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did that Irish tasting, me and Sean, and like we had people from all over Canada asking us about where to find some of the stuff that we had. So yeah. it works as long as you are telling the people what to look for. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I don't know where we were did in the Sean ranch, but I think we got through. But no, I, I kind of grind. I, gr- I ground it a bit. I didn't like. I didn't like grind it. I kind of just like noogied it a little bit, right? <laughs> so um, there was no wedgie involved. Just a just a noogie. yeah. It just like just period. Like <laughs> we uh, we. <laughs> that's the sound of a peacock. In case you're wondering, it's not Sean getting really excited about grinding malts uh and like the, the the hashtags that we've been playing with is the stop stop peacocking start grousing which obviously grouse is like a, a low shelf everyday drinker because we just want yeah i don't know obviously you guys know that we are we're supporters of pouring it and that's like if we want to talk about pws it's a good way to segue into it we travis and i have set up this are basically the mantra behind PWS Imports, which is our agency, is to pour what we bring. We we are going to be massive, massive, I don't know, promoters of pouring the whiskey that we bring in. And we're going to bring in a lot of exclusive stuff, like a lot of exclusive stuff. Yeah, pour it, pour it and share it. It's like whiskey is whiskey is always better shared well, with friends. Yeah. It's, it, there's no denying that. And sitting on a bottle and just I, I mean i'm okay with holding a bottle for a special occasion as long as your end game is pouring that for yeah. you and some family oh for sure i got bottles here i've had for a while yeah and I'll, yeah but you don't right? have 10 or 12 of the same bottle that sit there and not a single one of them gets open no and they're and they're not intended for somebody else's cabinet patting my pocket in the process but um let's so let's let's talk about pws imports a little bit um We've well, we just we just secured a new a, like a new brand, a very brand new brand recently, which is super exciting. Um, called Fable, they're an, another independent bottler. Um, but like if if you haven't heard of them, look it up online, Google it because they are they have like incredible incredible stories and branding and. And Travis, you've, you've done more research than I have, so I don't know if you want to talk about it a bit, but we're, we're super, super excited about getting into them. Um, we can also wait until, until maybe we get a little bit more, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the, running a little the bit. Ink, it, the ink, ink hasn't dried yet, yet. but um, the, the, the idea is they, they release their, their whiskeys in volumes yeah. and each volume of whiskey releases is tied to a Scottish fable or yeah. tale which also has a video, an animated video that they've created. Yeah. And each whiskey is a chapter from a certain distillery tied to a character or a theme in that fable. Yeah. So you can literally collect the chapters of the, of the story. Uh, It's just so unique. And we've talked about, you know, story whiskeys, you know, about hanging out with friends and telling stories. And this is a company that has literally developed their brand around stories. And I think it's, it's going to be exciting. And we haven't even, the distilleries are all distilleries that people know, um, and what we need, we we haven't tasted the juice, but from what we're hearing from Whiskey Fun and some other reviews, yeah. the juice is legit. It's, so. it's yeah, every, all signs are pointing that it's 
the juice is as good as the branding basically. Yeah, I mean I could I could write an amazing <laughs> yeah. story yeah. and then make you some uh some but that's really a, awful like, whiskey. How often have we sat around a table or around a group message and uh talked about how like there's just no imagination in some of these brands. Oh. Right? Like there's so many vin- like the branding on so much whiskey out there is so vanilla, it's so boring. And I want I want exciting things. I want to I I don't care if the branding makes me like it more than what the actual juice is because it just makes me want to be more a part of it. Well, and if you go, if you have a couple of those fable bottles sitting on your on, on your cabinet, oh, on for your shelf, sure, they're conversation your friend, pieces, your right? Over, they're gonna be drawn to it. Yeah, it's gonna make people talk about it. I know. And I'm looking for something boring around me, but <laughs> unfortunately, I only drink interesting whiskeys. So, um, <laughs> other brands, like other brands that, uh, well, let's. We got one. We've actually poured one right in front of us. And this one is going to be coming. We're hoping mid August. Mid August with an official full launch, probably early September, October kind of thing. Um, But uh, that's Single Cast Nation. Single Cast Nation is it like a lot. Everybody, whiskey enthusiasts know who Single Cast Nation is. They used to be here a while ago. They've had some issues with some agencies in the past. So we're. We're, they they were the first, basically the first brand that we hitched our our wagon to, and they're they're one of the ones that we're most most excited about. So the one like the the release that we have in front of us, which we have a lot of, so we're going to spread the love as much as we can. Is their nine year uh, blend, which is an Edgerton blend similar to like a Grouse. Um, I got two Grouse experts beside me, so I can let them take it. Yeah, take well, the. So yeah, explain the, explain what time, makes it gross. This is the first time I've got to even look at it, and it knows is like an Edrington malt or Edrington blend. So to me, the first one, the easiest one to compare it to is like uh, the Naked Grouse. It smells like that, but this is as, like the funkiness of that Naked Grouse. Yeah, right? it's, it's got that, that little bit of funk in it, but it's you know sherry cast, which we think is what Glen Roth. The funk comes, we're pretty sure it comes from the Glen Ross, but it's yeah. uh, McAllen and Highland Park as well. Um, there could be some Glen Turret. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Naked Gross is at 43%, and sometimes you even find it at 40%. This is taking it up to 65.4%. So Oh, it's epic. This epic, one is a like stronger. Cast strength. And when, when, you get the, when you get over 60%, it's naturally going to make it a little more expensive, but... The nice thing about having that high strength, you could proof it down to 60 with a drop or whatever, a couple drops, and you're still going to get a real nice, rich, high proof. Yeah, you're going to make the bottle right? last longer. You're not watering this down very quickly no. at all. I and, added a few a few drops last night. I had a dram, and it it uh, it did not hurt the mm. mouthfeel. It did not. It 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 opened some things up. I think you can drink it straight or with a little water. Um, it's it it says first fill sherry, but. Uh, but this is not a sherry bomb. When we talked about this, no, no, it's not a sherry um, bomb. It's not, it's got a lot of sherry quality, but it's yeah, it's not a sherry bomb. No, and that's good. I think because it it, it allows some of these, and we talked about it where I think the Glenrothes is really popping in this one, mm-hmm. and that's that uh, we talked about that cast strength Mars bar nose. Yeah, There's, yeah, that nose note is to me reminded me of an old Glenrothes single cast that. So there's just some really nice things going on here. Yeah, it's got like it's yeah, super rich. It's got a really nice like the oak, the oakness of it is is um like it makes you salivate, right? It's got oh, just yeah. enough like of that oak dryness that which kind of it also lends to the finish of it as well. well but it's it is mouth coating. Like you could take oh, the yeah. tiniest sip and your entire mouth is just like blown up with this whiskey. It's crazy. Like it a couple touches under 131 proof it doesn't drink that hot like you said no you it doesn't drink, drink that hot drink no. this neat it's hot but it's you know it like to me even the the naked grouse which i'm going to compare it to because that's easiest one to find the naked grouse even at 43 percent, i've added water to that and it's opened up as well whereas this one you're gonna take it down to you know put five six drops and you're still gonna be around 55 percent, and it's gonna open it up immensely I think of our of our brands that we've signed and put on the website, uh, the two that we get the most questions on are Single Cast Nation yeah. and, and Bimber Distillery. I, I give it, we get a lot of emails and questions about Bimber, but Single Cast Nation. I, what I love about them is they 
these are these are two guys that started as just like a, a whiskey club, like me and you. Yeah, very similar to us. Like in, Sean too, kind of, but yeah. more, mainly me and you. But like, <laughs> but like uh, Scotch, these nuts. <laughs> Scotch Malt Whiskey Society started as as just Sean was like our friends. dog. Right? Yeah. yeah, just <laughs> just kidding. Until the Irish stuff comes, then Sean Sean really yeah. steps up when the Irish stuff comes. Keep, yeah. keep scratching me behind my ears, and I'm happy. Yeah, but yeah, just I was, showed was, up and never left. <laughs> a group of buddies that a group of buddies that started just buying cast to share that's essentially what single cast nation was was they were just buying cast and it was a membership thing and then they they got enough cast they said let's start distributing this stuff let's start opening this up it's an organic growth they didn't just start expanding around the world without enough stock or anything like that it's uh and they haven't haven't been afraid to tell people that they don't have enough stock either no because they they release and they're also very they have a reputation, like a really good reputation in the industry as having some of the, like the best palettes yeah. around. Well, and, and it shows because even the older stuff that has, still has the old labels on it, like the the quality in those bottles is outstanding. Oh, for sure. I had a two-year-old Catechin Creek rye at Whiskey Drop last week. And it's, it's as dark as Coca-Cola. Like it's super dark. And... You would never know it's two year old, two years old. Like if you tr- if you tried it beside like a, a nine or ten year old, that you would think it was that. It's got that much like maturity and richness to it. It's just it was crazy. But obviously, two years old, being two years old is not going to scare them away. They're, I'm sure they tried the whiskey and they're like, it's good. Let's bottle it. Yeah. Period. Right. And that's that's what whiskey is about. That that's exactly what it's about. So. Well, you you know when we brought in these our first order. Of single cast nation we we approached whiskey drop and graham and he knows jason and joshua yeah he's got a relationship with and we said well, yeah. well we'll try and get you some samples but it's tough right now because of covid and everything and he basically said i trust their palates more than my own and that right there it tells you the amount of faith that uh, you know a whiskey man that we respect very highly absolutely and yeah. he trusts them he's so been it. drinking whiskey longer than we've been born yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's gonna stand for something and he when i poured him this this blend he yeah i poured him i don't know half a bulb (laughs) (laughs) and he basically by the time i was i had a little dram like tiny because i was driving and i'm going through and i'm talking to dave i turn around and graham's pouring himself another one already (laughs) he's just like i'm just gonna sit on this for a while (laughs) he loved it like he was just over the moon with it so that's a good sign man the water the water it, it brings out tart it didn't get tart on you i don't know it got bit, a little bit like tart but a tart caramel like the, the caramel came to the forefront more than it was and it tamed down that little bit of heat that was in there mm-hmm. but i mean i put two drops into an ounce and so it's you know we took it down maybe a few half yeah. percent so i'm like you know 55 maybe closer to 60 but it's so drinkable now and like the flavors just pop yeah it's it's delicious. It's so, so good. So and good. This will be our the next single cask stuff for us to launch uh, in Canada here, mid-August, like you said. And uh, this the, some of the releases we have coming. And there's one that we're holding off for uh, an exclusive for the single cask clan that I think is pretty exciting. We won't even talk about that one yet. You only want to mention it? No. no I, I think don't. I have mentioned it. Have you? I think I have. Oh, I've been telling everyone it's top secret. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate these things moving forward. When I'm excited about something, it's hard for me to keep a secret. <laughs> but we've like, wait, I could like just to mention a few, right? We got like a, a Tien, Tienic, uh, whatever. I'm going to butcher it's a Tieninich. Yeah, it's like, it's like Glendronich. Tieninich makes like 11 or 12 million liters a year for Diageo, a huge distillery. Yeah, for sure. It goes all into Diageo. We got, it's, it's an ex bourbon, but we, we tried it and it's, phenomenal there's a glen alecky that's uh an ex-bourbon 13 year mm. these are all at cast strength craig alecky oh sorry craig alecky sorry not glen alecky sorry walker we didn't what? yeah like billy walker's a good buddy of ours but he wasn't <laughs> yeah we couldn't get him to pull any strings um mainly because he hates sean uh but yeah there's we got even a rum coming randomly but uh tomatin we got a tomatin we got a glen elgin that's uh, Blair Athol, which is a PX. Mm. We got a Linkwood. Oloroso. 
Oloroso. Oh boy. Yeah, we have, and then the secret, top secret one, which I can't mention, but it's also Oloroso. But <laughs> and a, and it's a lot as, of blended malt. Yeah, it's as old. It's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I won't say anything more. Sean's looking at. It, he's looking over my. If you want to know more, sign up for the Single Cast Clan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this podcast is brought to you by Single Cast Clan by PWS. Yeah, um, yeah. If you are interested, we so like the let's let's talk about PWS Clan quick. Yeah, sure. So it's just a little club that we've kind of started with inside the agency separate from our other whiskey clubs and stuff. But it basically is just a club designed to give you access to limited offerings that we choose to release exclusively to club members. Um, We'll partner with retailers, various retailers, uh, and then to obviously bring in the product, you'll purchase it off them. But the idea of this is that Travis and I are going to be selecting these all-star like interesting obscure whatever right like just standout whiskeys that we release to 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 provide for you and we got 15 cases of a a really cool single cast nation cast coming in um the first two releases were rogers whiskey who's a gentleman out of the netherlands that like like amazing guy amazing guy and i just i really wanted to his first release which was a coila px stay which i got incredible reviews so when we got chatting and he told me that he was going to be bottling a heavily peated ben nevis px i was like um yes <laughs> did you ask me if i wanted because yes i do and and so then we brought in his other one which was it's a, he calls it a glenn others it's his uh hidden treasures which the brand like the branding on his stuff is it's really cool it's unique it stands out it's he he gets artists to help him with the labels, which is cool, and and that's that's all we're looking forward. And he's he's a whiskey enthusiast like like us, and so if we can support him and put him in a market that he really aspires to be part of, hell hell yeah, I'm I'm game. And and then we get to bring real cool whiskey to to the enthusiasts across this country. And we've we've got over a hundred members from across the country in this club already uh we'd like to continue growing it the the dream one day honestly is to bottle our own eventually with our own labels and it yeah this it's this is only the start for sure yeah it's i think the idea with single cast clan is to pick these really special releases and get them into the hands of people who we know will appreciate Appreciate them the most yes and and to have events where we can all drink them together, whether it's just getting together on zoom and bringing in Roger to talk about how we pick these casks, um, just to create those moments with the, just, you know, the odd special dram. Yeah. You're never going to find a situation where one guy shows up with 18 bottles of our releases <laughs> and says, ha ha, fuck all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Steve, if, should I play? If, well, that might be, again? that might be me. Maybe. <laughs> but, Sean, uh, I don't know if Sean wants to talk a little bit about, just uh, about uh, two stacks. Yeah, well, this is yeah, this is another cool brand that we're gonna get. We're we're gonna try and incorporate Sean's Irish whiskey, um, hound like obsession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this this is only the start, and we we want to build an Irish portfolio. And the cool thing about team, so two stacks is is a kind of an upcoming brand, new brand in uh, and in. Ireland, sorry, but they're also attached to the Killowin brand, which is like a, they've had a great start and they have their own distillery. So there's, we, it kind of comes as a package deal, which was exactly what we wanted. And they're also, they're younger guys like us. They are all about innovation in whiskey too, which I love. And the the stuff that they're doing is so cool and so unique. Dram in a can. Yeah, and like, like and the like the brandy cask finish. Where is it? Like the, even their even their basic blend, which is in the dram in a can, and also in the the bottle. I think it's similar, isn't it? Yeah, are they, are I think they? it's the same, same blend. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's they've got virgin oak, forty percent virgin oak, forty percent bourbon casks, eight percent oloroso, ten percent double malt bourbon casks, and then two percent peated. Like th- these guys want to create interesting things. Like if that doesn't tell you that, then nothing will. And when you taste it, you can 
you can tell that it doesn't taste like anything else that's out there. No, it is super, <clears throat> super interesting. We've There's been a little bit of like we posted a couple of times about it. We get some really cool comments from people across uh, people Canada really it. interested in looking for it, which is really cool. But are you more excited about two stacks or Killowin, Sean? Because I know when we, well, when you heard Killowin was tied to two stacks, I know you were like, oh, man. So to me, like being the Irish whiskey nerd, um, the two stacks has that novelty factor with the dram in the can. Yeah. But through you guys, I've also been able to taste some of their other stuff and it's fantastic. So it's way more than just the novelty of the can. Whereas Killowin is... It's taking that nerdiness and upping it, and yeah. the the buzz. For sure. Like obviously, I, I keep tr- keep tabs with people all over the world that are huge Irish whiskey people, and anybody that's tasted the Cologne stuff raves about it. And as soon as you guys mentioned that you were potentially talking to them, I was like, do it, do whatever you can to get these guys here because they are like the next big up and coming name in Irish whiskey, and yeah. they're already like they're doing massive amounts of cool stuff like they have a whole line of poteen that they've done with different cask uh they've like literally stout casks and they've stuff. literally sent us emails saying we will put whatever you want in whatever cask yeah. you desire right like it's they're just they're open they're an open book which is freaking cool oh, man like the peated irish we have a killowin we have a killowin coming the Killamin that kill a wins, kill a whatever, fine. Um, kill a win. We have one coming and it's their rum and raisin release. And that one, it's a five year combination of Caribbean <laughs> rum casks and Oloroso casks, which that, is like that's just a nuts. such a wild who's yeah. who's mixed those casks before, exactly. Who? And nobody, but on top of that, it's so highly sought after by these people. Like, it I went, talked to people in England and it went immediately in Sweden, yeah. and like they and are, they're saving some for us, yeah, and they're like clamoring for it yeah so, no yeah, it's, i'm really excited about that stuff and just being on the sidelines watching what's happening yeah. is awesome i can't wait to have him here yeah and parade him around and i can't wait to want to see some, some stores. peacocking <laughs> yeah. i'll build a peacock tail <laughs> what are you going to be peacocking is that drams in a can i'll make my own feathered tail <laughs> with the <laughs> yeah <laughs> It'll be like cans on the back of a just married car, except it'll be off my ass. <laughs> it's just yeah, that's just, just gonna drunk. be your permanent outfit, basically. Yeah, we we should uh, just. I mean, we probably don't have a ton of time left here, but the the one distillery that we haven't spent a lot of time talking about because we really don't even know when we're getting stuff. But but Bimber out of England, yeah, London, England. Um, Darius is a Polish man. It's called Bimber, which means moonshine in Polish. He's been making moonshine since his great grand or his grandfather taught him how. Um, we, we'll wait a little bit because we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But Bimber Distillery could be a distillery that people are really, really, really talking about in a few years. They just did a Subway series release out of London, so it was a releases tied to the London Subway. And they actually had to redo the release because demand was so high and the bottles went. So they actually had to redo the whole release and do a ballot because of demand for these products. And they basically had to say, like, let's everyone just take a step back here. <laughs> we need to do this in a way that is fair to everybody. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're going to start with a Canada cask. It's going to be a Canada launch Bimber cask. And oh, I know. we might have to do the same thing. It's, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And it's it, like the, when we started that conversation with Darius, when we first, right, when we start, first started talking to him, like, our first impression was he did not have enough whiskey for us. Yeah. And by the end of it, it was like, yeah, we're, we're going to do Canada. We're going to, this, this is, this is good. We're going to make this work. Cause it's, it's sweet that that's, you guys that's are the storing power. All, all of the Canada exclusive cask in my basement. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I'll protect it. Don't worry. I will, yeah. I will try and do a, a, Polish, a Polish accent here, but Darius after about what, 20 minutes, he's like, ah, I like you guys. <laughs> I like you guys. Let's do this. And let's, me let's and Steve were like, yeah. We're basically high fiving each other as soon as yeah, we got. Yeah, I had to the- turn my camera off so I could <laughs> scream like a little girl and not be seen or heard. Yeah, yeah, it's it was, uh, it's it's it was so super exciting and it sort of solidified that this is for real. We're going for this, and uh, it was it was one of our first and 
we knew that we we're gonna have to be patient until the product got here but it was one of our first like really big accomplishments huge they were top yeah. of our list and yeah. they we had to reach out to them via linkedin because they would not Fucking answer our LinkedIn. emails just we love linkedin instagram eh? i created a special linkedin <laughs> linkedin account. linkedin pulled through for us yeah, in many it was, occasions it was yeah. it was how it all started and we were it's just it to me, that was when my, I came upstairs and my, my wife was like, what's going on? I was like, just grinning ear to ear. And I was like, this is happening. We yeah. just got Ember. She's like, we didn't just do it. So something weird, <laughs> something weird's going on here. <laughs> You're sweaty. Your hair's yeah. messed up. What's who's, going on? Who's in the basement with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that Bimber. I'm super, super excited about. Um, we got uh, like other ones. We got Dram Moore coming. Which yeah. they're they're gonna come right away, and uh, we've got like a a rum finished Orkney, yeah. Um, we've oh. got a white port finished uh, Ben Nevis. What? Yeah, <laughs> um, I says pardon. We got a twenty year Dumbarton uh, bourbon bourbon cast hogshead of some sort, but it but it's gonna be a an, it's gonna be an incredible value. Um, what else do we have? We've got. On the way, oh, Woody Creek. Yeah, we got Woody Creek coming, which Woody Creek is, Woody Creek, I, 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 this is another brand that I, obviously we're not going to sign any brands I don't love, so it's, I'm sure I'm sounding like a broken record, but uh, Woody Creek is, um, like David is the. Uh, His name is Dave Matthews. Sorry, <laughs> Dave Matthews. Yeah. Dave Matthews is the um, kind of, he's running the show, head distiller, head everything basically. Uh, super cool guy and it's funny there's an interesting dynamic going because we paired up with a both a scotsman in colorado and now an englishman in colorado so uh yeah they're i'm sure you guys can all assume where the rivalry lies there but they're they're both like insanely cool people and uh the the one of the owners of woody creek is like the the most famous drunk in the world in in show business and that's uh william william or will <laughs> yeah william h May. wow i just drew a total blank or there. as or as Dave Matthews to, yeah. calls him bill bill yeah. bill yeah bill we call him bill too we're pretty much first name basis <laughs> and we're good buddies but uh yeah i'm i'm that that's gonna be a really cool brand to drop we're waiting for samples yeah so and we're gonna fire through the line with with dave and uh bill bill our buddy bill yeah, if you bill. google if you google william h macy um and then woody creek or and there's he's actually made some youtube videos of him just playing yeah. his ukulele singing about whiskey and it's uh willie creeks is his name willie creeks he yeah. goes by uh and one one we forgot about with dramar a 14 year old first fill px inch fad that is oh, absolutely yeah fantastic that's right uh and that yeah we got that one will be in the order as well so there's lots of james Eady. Oh geez, forgot about James Eady. Like there, there's an, <laughs> there's another one. James Eady is a, they're fairly reputable independent bottler in in Europe and UK. They get, get a lot of good press and they're releasing all kinds of cool stuff, like uh, multiple outturns per year. And Lots they of- have Trademark X, which is a kind of a core range blend. That is really cool. I don't know if you want to go over the details of the blend, but we'll, we'll do. We'll talk about maybe more when it launches. When it launches, yeah, we'll it's, get into it's it. a very unique story. It's a cool yeah. story, and they brought in Dave Broom and old family and some stories to help recreate this yeah. 1850s blend. Um, but James Eady does a lot of their own cask finishing, so they got a lot of you know px finishes yeah. wine finishes they're doing a lot of recasking which is um it's they love it's, color they love their color yeah and, and uh so we know how colored whiskeys do in this market they do in every market yeah right people don't care what it tastes like as long as it's color a color to it so i'm just going to start carrying eh e50 80 whatever the fuck it's called in my pocket and i'm gonna start putting it in people's glasses so that they stop fucking talking about color we should do a there's whole, another malt to grind for god's sake a whole yeah. podcast on stop on, with color conversation it's, it's it's a three-year fourth fill bourbon cask but it looks like cola <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah this is aged yeah it's aged in a, yeah, a fifth fill just hogshead, yeah. plain hogshead, yeah, virgin oak, whatever. Yeah, we're going to do, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm inviting myself to this one, but we're going to do a whole podcast on bourbon cask whiskeys and just talk about how incredible they can be. They can uh, be, and people and, miss that. And, and they, just how... They don't get it for some reason. Yeah, 
Uh, and there's, and we'll just go score. We'll source some amazing bourbon cask, only bourbon. We're going to be bringing some of them in. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it is turning into a pretty mate. Like I've seen whiskeys sit on shelves that I know are amazing while dark, not as good cherry cask move like nothing. I just want to tell people like, you just just need to buy this. It's juicy. It's fruity. It's tropical. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to each their own, everyone has their own taste, but I feel like but then not if they haven't tasted it. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's the, yeah. that's the beauty of you guys bringing this stuff in is you can put it in front of people yeah. in a tasting. Yeah. And then obviously we saw it with Boulder. The word of mouth spreads like wildfire. And then you have stores that can't keep it on the shelf. Yeah. So. No, for sure. So anyway, should we drop some uh, quick news? I just got a quick like one hit. Yeah, sure. One hit one news. One hit news. Should, we, should I roll the, the music too? Roll you, want, you want to roll it? Okay. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. 40% of Chicago's substitute teachers can't read or write. In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. Your car's seatbelt. Safety miracle or decapitation nightmare? Could the weather be to blame for that weird metallic taste in your mouth? I sure hope so. Here's what's making news. The White House Reception Committee greeted the Prime Rib Roast Minister, and I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. In other news... All right, what's your news? So, um, everybody knows we're recording this obviously ahead of when it releases, but we're just about at the British Open, which is the best golf tournament in the world, in my opinion. But a warm up the Irish Open is it? No, just just the warm up tournament for the British Open is the Scottish Open, it happens the weekend before. And a lot of the major players from all over the world go there as a tune-up for the yep. British Open. Well, Glenn Goyne, my one of my personal favorites, they sponsored one of the par threes. And so any hole-in-one, the golfer wins the number of feet or yards of the hole, number of bottles of Glenn Goyne. And on the very final round, one of the last golfers to go through, he's like in the fourth last group. Well, one, 204 bottles of Glenn going. (laughs) (laughs) So I messaged when he posted on Instagram, he doesn't know me, but I just said, Hey, if you need some help getting through those bottles. (laughs) Yeah. I drink that shit through a straw every day. No, it's, it's like, you know, you see cars and stuff all the time, but yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool idea. They had like the big, huge logo right behind it. So like he finishes his follow through and all you see is Glenn going underneath. 204 bottles and then you watch the highlights I and mean, it's like two hops into the cup nice what that's sweet i'm yeah. i'm gonna do a few of those today sweet let's do it <laughs> perfect timing for that new segment because we're all on our way to a round of golf <laughs> like, right now <laughs> yeah exactly just, just sitting here with our sunglasses on our head and our cleats on i haven't even changed yet i'm sitting in my underwear it's weird there's yeah. no range today <laughs> <laughs> yeah range is overrated i've never been a range guy so yeah, I could take her or leave it. Yeah, I don't really care. You can get a membership at Highlands Mainly, then because they don't have yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mainly because I don't like artificial turf, so I only go to ranges that have that are off grass. Artificial turf is so deceiving. It makes you think I you're an amazing it. golfer, and then I you go on it. the grass, and it's, it's yeah, it's per- it's like hitting off a per- like. When do you ever have a perfect perfect lie? Yeah. Especially in this weather, even the even the fairways are a little hard. Like you can't be, yeah. Yeah, my favorite golf course that I've found locally, it's uh, grass driving range, which is awesome. Yeah. Which, like which course? That's Trestle Creek. Trestle Creek. Creek. This podcast is sponsored by... <laughs> yeah, man, we not. should. You should. Let's reach out to golf courses. I'll take... I'll sell out for fucking anything. <laughs> like, honestly. Free range <laughs> like, balls. Yeah. <laughs> Better grass range. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we're done rambling on about nothing in this episode. Like, there is... I, like I don't know. Guys... I feel like we we've already interviewed Travis as a as a person. So I'd like if you guys have any questions, like what I don't know, what kind of underwear he wears, or um, what his favorite juice box is, then ask. You can 
email or text. Travis, we also, uh, we are counting on you to launch this episode as well as you did your last episode. Yeah, it's, Travis's episode is still the most downloaded episode ever. Yeah. With 17,000. <laughs> Just kidding. It's actually only 17. <laughs> I, I like to give a little bit behind the scenes before you like, just to say that when you show up for a podcast episode and I was like, oh, so what are we talking about today? Sean and Steve just don't know. They just, they, we just yeah. start talking and this is what happens. There's yep. no script. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. There's a script. Hold on. I wrote it down two minutes before I said, hey, this is Steve from, and it's poor peacocking. PWS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three Ps. <laughs> so I just, I think that's, uh, you know, first time doing this in studio, but I think it's what makes this podcast uh, very relatable for people, very enjoyable, is there's nothing, it's not a script, it's just three three people today, two people normally, just talking whiskey and... Uh, that's all we're doing, really. Sean and I are not the type to prepare for these things <laughs> at all. We, no we will, when we, do, when we have a, a guest, it will prepare a basis of question. Yeah. But it's usually just, yeah, just wing it. Yeah, when it's just us, we just, you know. Just wing it. The odd time we'll have, okay, let's drink some sherry whiskeys. And then we show up and we're like, okay. And then we pour a bourbon one and we're like, oh, crap. Yeah. (laughs) Single cast clan uh, motto is just pour it. And the translation is just wing it. Just wing it. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I'm going to have to write a a manifesto to go with that too. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we can make a pretty good manifesto for the podcast. <laughs> I think we can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't get anything to add. You guys got any parting, parting glass words um, outside of just pour it? No, not really. Uh, right? Here's to birdies, eagles, and hopefully no doubles. Birdie juice today? What do you bring for birdie juice? I got a classic Bush Meals Black Bush. Irish whiskey. I wish I had dram in a can, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't decided. I'm gonna have to. I still have to get changed. So <laughs> it's, it's I still off have to get nine dressed. minutes. I have to get dressed. <laughs> yeah. And the golf course is eight and a half minutes away. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm out. You guys out? Let's go golfing. Cheers, what? everybody. <laughs>